drive. Welcome to Pot of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka Her Sister Was a Witch, right? And what was her sister? A princess! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Max, and I play my ultimate deformer card, Optimal Crime. Oh god, Ugh. I'm Argyle, aka February Kitten. I'm Dan, aka Johnny Wheeler. Johnny, Johnny Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh's back, so is Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Welcome yeah, back. Hi. hi. Hi, everyone. I've, I've returned from my, my long year of solitude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Audrey has returned from Prison Island. Yes. Their, uh, their, their sentence is over. Return of the king. <laughs> I've, have you been able to confirm the presence of, of a, a certain body? Uh... Oh, uh, sorry, that came out weirder than I meant. Yeah, have, you I confirmed, have you confirmed that... Have you con- ha- Have you been able to confirm the death of Chumley? Ah. Uh, oh, um... He, he, maybe there were some um, bones, uh, you know, around Uluru. Yeah, he's been Good dead for a long me. time. He's probably been, you know, decomposed, blown away in the wind by now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah, well, not really. <laughs> hey, hey, we're back. We're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, Yu-Gi-Oh is good again. I mean, I can't speak. I, I know it's been good. I just I haven't been here, so I'm saying yeah. it's good again. Yu-Gi-Oh is yeah, back. You're, you're back Ooh. for some honestly pretty tame episodes, considering what happened last week. Yeah, yeah I. <laughs> sorry, I I like came back and was catching up on everything, and I just got to like Nazca. Yeah. And I was oh yeah. Like, I was like. I'm actually kind of obsessed with the idea of every new Yu-Gi-Oh! series just focusing on a different ancient civilization. Oh, mm-hmm. d- don't worry, Audrey. I've already begun, like, collecting research materials explaining why they clearly just didn't do any research at all, actually, about Andean civilization. Fuck oh, yes. Oh, I didn't say they did research about... Listen, only Kalski Takahashi has the actual passion for right. uh, the Yeah, uh, nobody else has the juice like he does. He, he, he was writing about. That dude loved ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. But, uh... You know, kind of obsessed with the idea of them taking the ancient aliens concept and going whole hog with it. Yeah, now, it's pretty it's, cool. <laughs> it's funny you say that because there is definitely some ancient. I'm like eighty percent certain there are in fact ancient aliens in Zexel. Yeah, uh, I mean, so Zale? they might just be regular aliens. I'm not sure. I will never call it Zale. It's going to be Zexel. Sorry. <laughs> um, are you going to call uh, them Signers? No, you asshole. Good, all right, good. Guess I'm glad what? we're on the same page there, at least. <laughs> Thank hey, God. Guess what's, hey, guess what's a real word, and guess what <laughs> isn't? <laughs> These are the nice straw hat argument there. Oh, oh um, no, 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 don't worry. Me and Sarah immediately agreed it's fucking stupid to call them Straw hat argument. Straw hat, I did, I did, straw man, Jesus. I've been reading One Piece, it's fine. I was gonna say. I mean, they did a straw also argument is... dub One Piece famously. I'm, I'm... Very dumb and don't make very much money. Okay. A straw hat <laughs> argument is what happened at the beginning of Water 7. I'm so tired. Do you want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. This is episode 13 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Five of them. Dial on! Roar to former deck. Season 1, episode 13, A Duel to Remember. That's nothing. Well, 
Wait. That's something. No, that's good. He's it's, he's he's dueling to get his memory back. Fuck you. It's good. It's What? Is wait, that do not they not have the What the fuck are you talking about? Holy There's, shit. Did you they invent in- a plot line for the episode? They invented you an have- amnesia subplot for this episode, I guess. An entirely what different in plot good than Christ. We- <laughs> what the fuck? Completely different. <laughs> Four kids. Four kids. <laughs> I feel Oh, this is what I'm coming back to. Okay, let's go. Let's do I'm- I feel- more taken aback than I have with, like, I think literally anything else 4Kids has done. I feel like this is going to be, like, the that episode, this is going to be a deep cut for some people, of Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, where um, they had a subtitle track going, but all the subtitles were from an episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen, what Miami Mike, we're coming for you. <laughs> so We know what okay. you did. <laughs> God, we got to get in this, because I am fucking enraptured now so okay <laughs> yusei's at a cool hotel he's at the fucking tipton i have um, no idea how we even talk is. about this now I yeah no really, i'm like I'm, no I'm, I'm, i feel like i'm walking through a minefield um we 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 open on the largest most vacuous empty living room on god's green earth uh-huh he's, he's at the fucking the presidential suite of the tipton uh-huh zach and cody picked him up uh-huh actually yes he uh, he was picked up by a pair of twins. Uh, their names are Leo and Luna. All right. Luca and Lua for us. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I will give that. I will give that one to yeah, yeah, yeah. four kids. It's, it's fine. It's not a huge leap. <laughs> yeah. L- Luca's fine. Lua is, you know. They're, they're talking about this language. strange man that they've taken into their apartment, uh, and they're, they're saying, well, hey, you see that mark on his face? You remember that weirdo who used to clean the pool? When Dad found out that he had, like, one of those marks, he fucking fired him on the spot. What the fuck? What, okay. what the oh, fuck? I missed that line. Oh, my God. So, first of all, fucked up. Second I gotta of all, lay down. Do you guys have um, Luca being able to like sense? Yes, yes, yes that like, is the next okay. thing I was about to point out. Is that okay. Luna like touches Yusei's Yusei's card deck and is like, oh, his cards say that he's very sad. Yeah, she's got like some sort of ESP. Uh, when I saw these kids, I thought that they were like Esperoba's siblings. Yeah, they might they don't look, be like they, they don't look nearly as they don't look nearly as creepy as Esperoba. It's been ten years. It's been like ten years since it's since been like thirty years. Yeah, they're okay, something I, like that. So yeah, she has like some. Th- this is the only thing we get in the sub is that like Lua re- recognizes it as a criminal mark, and Luca as well. Luca's like very clearly the smarter of the two, um, of the of these two twins, yeah. but mm-hmm. um. And more competent of these two twins, which we get to later on yep. um, as well. Um, but uh, they recognize it as a criminal mark. And Lua's like, so should we like not trust him since he's a criminal? And Luca's sort of like, I mean, I don't know. Like, he is a criminal, but like I sense from his car, it's like he took, takes really care- good care of his deck. And I'm interested to know more um, about someone who, you know, loves his deck that much. Um, so she's like, just be chill, Lua. <laughs> yeah. I mean, specifically, I, are you, you're still watching, like, fan subs, right, Audrey? 
I am, yes, which is why I got Ruka yeah. and Rua instead. Okay, but great. Her name is very clearly spelled out as Luca. So I, I, don't, I don't know if this is like editorializing on whoever dubbed it, uh, if this is like the original dub, like from whenever they like, you know, just brought it over without translating it, or if this is Crunchyroll doing it. She does specifically say the card spirit say he's fine. I didn't have the word spirit in mind. I okay. just had it, it saying that, like, you know, I can tell that his cards... You yeah, know, she does say card spirits kindly. in the dub as well on the fourth. Okay, I don't. So yeah, I don't know if that's specifically like, hey, remember card spirits from GX, or if this is more of just like a the duelist respect. Yeah. I'm inclined to imagine it's the latter, but I would still like it to just be you know just like yeah. a little throwaway line of like, yeah, this is still a thing people can see, and yeah. it's like not really the main plot anymore. So we're just gonna brush I mean, by it. I think it's it is definitely more than just like duelist respect. It is it is there is something like extrasensory about yeah. it, right? Like there is something spiritual about it. It's just not not necessarily the same concept as right. GX. I think we should give up on the concept. I certainly have of them actually bringing concepts from previous series over to new ones. Um, I I feel well, like you, that's you, a, oh, you mean you don't realize that the Nazca yeah, lines were fucking foreshadowed in, I, in Yu-Gi-Oh 1999. I think there's a reason why. Uh, Zexel onward is all, this is its own timeline with no relation to anything before it. Yeah, uh, is, 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 you, 5D's GX and the base series are in UC and Zexel's in the fucking future century. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, great. Uh, there, oh, so, I, wa- I just hmm. want to mention, because I was, I watched these episodes, I watched the last week's episodes and this week's episodes back to back to back to back, and... There is like a line in like uh uh there's like a line in the the dub for I think episode 12 where they talk about how like we, this guy's like listing off some of the most famous duelists in history and he is listing off like some GX characters specifically uh Aster Phoenix and Zane. Well, they he says hmm. Truesdale, so it could be Cyrus, I don't know. Uh, I don't think they're talking about Cyrus. No. It, it's no. You never know, I can happen. That's no, it's Rio. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, come on. Uh, so, anyways, Yusei wakes up, and he's like, um, where am I? Who are you? Who am I? What's going on? Oh, uh, who my am God. I? Like, I, I really God. don't know how we describe this, how we talk about this episode together now. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, I mean, look, I, he wakes up and asks where he is, but that's because he knows everything else about himself. <laughs> right, yeah. No, he doesn't know he who he is. He's like, I don't remember he, he got, who I am. He he got tased a billion times in the last episode and woke up because like he crashed into the wall. I guess at like the bottom of the tops, uh, which is the name of this the dungeon the yeah. that they're in. Uh, yeah, like the, the highest area of Neo Domino. Just I like really... my favorite show, New Vegas. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... and just like just like New Vegas, uh, Trudge isn't being let in because he's too low. Yeah. Class. I like um, how on the nose that part is when he's talking to like the the gate guard and gate guard's like no nah, sorry because like the people who are doing security and tops are still part of public security but like they think they're better than the regular street cops and yeah uh, and and Ushio even says to one of his other guys I can't believe I was treated like garbage yeah I'm it's like, a real huh, a little on the nose there huh Yu-Gi-Oh damn Trudge are you discovering class politics it's a it's a little I can't believe leopards are eating my face as <laughs> exactly. cops voted for the leopards eating faces party. <laughs> I didn't think I would be part of an underclass. Fuck. I thought I would just be putting my boot on the other underclass. Shit. Damn, it's like it's this like sucks. we're on a big reverse funnel system. 
Uh, yeah, the 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 security guard there is like, no, if you want to get in, you're gonna have to jump through like 500 uh, hoops and do a bunch of red you tape. You need a, you need a warrant. Like, no, fuck. Yeah, do you have a warrant? Uh, are am I being detained? Get out of here. Yeah, leave, leave me alone. Um, we cut back to the apartment and <laughs> yeah, the, they're they're just they're they're just still like. Okay, so what's your name? And you say, like, I don't know. So he's like, okay, put on your jacket, just take a deep breath, and then be like, my name is... (laughs) And then he says, like, I don't know, I don't remember what my name is. This isn't helping. Sorry, I'm just just on the Yu-Gi-Oh! wiki right now looking at this uh, episode's description. Here's the second uh, paragraph of, of the summary. Much of the plot of this episode differs between the English dub and uh-huh. the original Japanese version. No! <laughs> Yusei's lost his memory after his crash and agrees to duel Leo to try to get it back. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, what, what's the plot in the Japanese version? Cause we... He's just dueling because Lua's like, has the fucking duelist spirit in him. Yeah, so basically Great. he wakes up and looks around and... Lua and Luca are like, so obviously you're a duelist, right? And he's like, nervous laughter, why do you say that? And they're like, we'll give you that idea. Your duel runner's literally, it's bro, right there, dude. Bro, your car keys is a duel disc. How do they get that I, I, shit up here? How big is the fucking elevator in this this place? Large. We've do learned you that Yusei does on? not care about the schematics of the elevators. He will enter them regardless. Yeah, uh-huh. and we see him in the elevator later on with it. True. Yeah. Um... So anyway, yeah, so they're like, so what's your deal? And like, Luca's like, so like, what's your deal? And Lua's like, you're a duelist, let's go! Let's fucking go! <laughs> like, let's fucking go! And like, you say he's just sort of like looking around and he sees like Lua's collection of Jack Atlas uh, paraphernalia and he's he like makes a face but like doesn't say anything and lua's like uh-huh. do you like the king too and you <laughs> says like no comment yes in the dub they they ask him because you know obviously leo is a huge fan of jack atlas and he says well, oh does jack atlas this does that mean anything to you does the name mean anything to you and you say's like yeah but i don't know why Oh my god. That's your husband. You've forgotten about him. That's your husband, dude. Um <laughs> He eventually like he, he sees that Lua has an invitation to this thing called the uh, du- Duel of Fortune Cup. Yeah, uh, it's well, called actually, the Fortune Cup in, in the dub. It's Luca who has the invitation. Yes. It is yes. Luca. Oh yeah. right, yeah, Luca and then and then Lu- Lua's like, I'm gonna duel in her place because she doesn't really care. And Lua like again, these quit twins are really, really cute and fun, and they're always yeah, like bickering yeah. in a very sibling way because Luca is like, Yeah, you can't really impersonate me. And Lua's like, We have the same face. Yeah, we're twins. What what are you talking it's about? Great. We could parent trap this so easily. Just put on a hat. <laughs> yeah, you have you have parent traps, you have parent monsters, and you have parent magics. If the dub Leo says, Oh, I'll wear makeup. You're clearly already wearing eyeliner. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh-huh. it's the eyeliner that everyone gets burned onto their face when they turn five. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> everyone wears it in the city. It's it's the same machine that actually does the criminal marks. Yeah, it's, it's just the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you say just he wants to leave. He's like, all right, I'm not going to bother you anymore. It's Homer like, Simpson with the makeup gun, but he's just firing fucking like cat eye <laughs> eyeliner on everybody. <laughs> Children. He's also. He's also, he's like, I not only is he like, I don't want to bother you anymore, but he's like, mmm. I'm a wanted I'm not criminal. Sure. Yeah, like, like, I'm a wanted criminal with stolen 
like government seized property here um and you're obviously very rich and very sheltered so i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like as he does uh this is when lua runs to the closet and grabs a a pretty kind of ill-fitting uh dual disc mm-hmm. that like he has to yeah. kind of like tie to his arm to keep it from falling off um, his uh his disc too big for his goddamn wrist yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like well we got a duel we gotta find out what your deal is maybe it'll help get your memory back insane mm-hmm. yeah well yeah um so a thing that uh he has throughout the episode is like he'll talk about of course it's real i saw it on tv and like right. like for example the the say my name is saying is like something he learned from like a like a psychic tv show uh the thing about the cards uh, is he wa- he like saw Jack Atlas on TV talk about how your cards are like part of you and stuff and, and stuff like that. There's another bit awesome. later, but I don't remember it. Um, they they go they go outside like you say you know just kind of like eventually accepts a duel with Lua because you know he's not going to turn down a fight. Uh, and they go out to the the kind of like gigantic fucking rooftop pool they have, uh, mm-hmm. and you say it's like, "Hey, where are your parents actually?" And <laughs> yeah, and and so y- y'all might be surprised by this. They're not dead. They are. They are like the the, the twins say that they're gone for weeks at a time on business, and they mm-hmm. they go to school through the internet, so they don't really ever leave the hotel. Yeah, oh, uh, well, I, in the in the dub, it's like they have tutors and shit that come up here to teach them. They're not just doing. I it can't believe. I can't believe uh, 5D's called the age of uh, Zoom teaching in the <laughs> pandemic years uh, before this happened. They should have yeah. called it uh, 19, 19D's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they begin to... Okay, thank you. It was, it was funny. Appreciate me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, COVID-19D's. Great, great episode name. Funny. Haha. So they begin Ooh. the duel. Um, and, like, I guess... You can draw parallels between show and Lua, I guess. Uh, small, teal hair, kind of, you know, plucky and and maybe a little more inexperienced and young, younger, uh, has sibling. But in terms of cards that are based on little anthropomorphized machinery, uh, sorry, show, Lua's card yeah, archetype Lua's, fucks yeah. severely. Lua has, like, a cell phone guy. I really love his design, like... He's, it, a, like, he's a kid, so of course his first his first card is that damn phone. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking Motorola Razor. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's 2008 it, or whatever. It is literally just called the name for cell phones in Japanese. It's just yeah. called Mobifone. It's, yeah, it's, it's just Deformer Mobifone. Yeah. Uh, what are they, they're not called Deformers for you guys, right? Deformers, household robot guys. What are they called? <laughs> it's... It's called Morphtronic Cellphon, is what this Morphtronics, guy is. That's what Morphtronic, that's what it is. Morphtronic, okay. Yeah. I mean, the former's is funnier, but I'll, mm-hmm. I understand, I understand the copy I lost. Robo changers. Yeah. Um, one other thing I want to call attention to, which was just like a really funny moment for me, is that as the duel starts, Lua almost like falls over from the weight of the duel disc. Yeah. And he's like, uh-oh, and Luke is on the side being like, Jesus Christ. And like... You say just gives him like the flattest expression and goes, "Hey, <laughs> like watching this," and it's so funny. Hey. No, Luca does such a good job as like the single person peanut gallery this episode. Her fucking yeah. banter at her brother is so good. Yeah, she's like constantly roasting him. 
Yeah. She's getting his ass. At least they did help him tie his dual disc to his arm, but it is way too big and heavy for him Uh still. So, yeah, he's falling over and shit. Uh, Also, while Leo's doing the the duel, he's, like, providing color commentary on his own dueling. (laughs) Yeah. Like a duel announcer. He's making, like, crowd noises and cheers. He's going, ah! Oh, he's not really doing that for us, but he is, yeah. like, explaining his deck the whole time and, and talking oh. very openly about his strategy. The one thing he does do is every time he draws a card, he goes, kashing. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's it's cute. Fun. That's cute. Uh, so the, the cell phone, you know, it's, it's his cell phone that transforms into a dude. Its whole thing is, like, when it's an attack form, it, it, like, randomly dials the numpad one through six, and that's how many cards he flips, and he can summon, like, like a three-star lower or whatever. And he... Uh, Plays another card, Magnet. Yeah, a little Magnet guy. It's a Magnet that turns into a dude. And if it's in defense mode, it, it's the only monster that can be attacked. Uh, if there's... Right, yeah. So this is how I lost Cup of Greed last year, by the way. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, not with this specific card, but there is another, uh, another card in the third round that I, mm. I went against. Um, yeah. Where if... You know, if, if if it's on the field, it's the only uh, card you can yeah. attack. Hit me, hit me, hit me. And uh, I, it, my opponent got two of them on the field and I just couldn't attack, even though I had like two monsters with over 5,000 mm. attack points. Mm-hmm. And this is when you say is like, wow, this kid is playing like, you know, cards that you might expect to be weak or not very good in unexpected ways that makes them more powerful than originally seen. This kind of reminds me of myself. When I played oh like God. the the little chicken thing or Come junk on. Or <laughs> oh God! So yeah, like his whole thing is you say attacks him and he flips a card to put the magnet in defense mode, and then he, yeah he he plays the double magnet. He plays a card after the double magnet that like blocks all field. Uh, it looks. I thought it was. I can't tell if it's a flash drive or a lighter. It's a lighter. You can tell it yeah, has so a flamethrower. Yeah. Well, I know that, but, like, it looks like just a flash drive when it is, like, closed. Like, it it's doesn't... a lighter. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I guess I would, like, cell phone, magnet. I would think flash drive fits with a theme better than lighter does, but... Uh, let yeah. me... I also can't remember the name of it, but, like, the name of it was also, like, something fire with oh, fire. It, 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 it's, it's Datatron, which is why I thought it was a mm. uh, fucking flash drive. Maybe yeah, it, oh, I'm sure it is in the, the dub. dub I'm sure they switched yeah. it in the dub oh, to being you know not what? a lighter. Shit, you're right. Fire's evil. Yeah. Damn it. You, yeah, but he still does shoot fireballs though, very much, which is <laughs> cool. Pretty funny. Uh, or maybe cut... maybe it has to do with lighter and smoking. Hmm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That Louis reminds... eleven, he can't have weed. That reminds me of something I want to bring yeah, up. Yeah, Chacon. It's it's not gonna be really important for these episodes because there's there's no biking, but like it it has occurred to me that I think there might be like some sort of like rule or law or standard that says you you can't uh, show uh, people on motorcycles without helmets because I've realized that every time someone's on a bike they have a helmet on. That's just safety first, baby. Look. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's just called. Yeah, I, be, I, take I, care of yourself. I just think it might have been something that like was established uh, a couple, like a couple years down, a couple like maybe a few years beforehand, because uh, there was definitely some like helmetless biking in uh, Duel Monsters. Interesting. Maybe. maybe. Uh, I, I don't remember fuck all about. Duel yeah, Monsters. we we, we cut to like. Uh, Goodwin Industries. Uh, the the cops have got the top surrounded, right? 
Um, so Goodwin is, is aware of this and Lazar is like, uh, Hey, we kind of told Trudge to lay off. Well, what the fuck is he doing? I'm going to go take care of this because there's one fortune cup invitation that still needs to be sent out. And it's you says that is very, again, very different from what, what we are got. they, what are the fuck they doing? The so, so it, it's, it's Godwin and Jaeger clown baby. They're talking about the fortune yeah. cup. They just talk, they just talk about like they're sending invites out to like all the special duels. They don't talk about Ushio at all. They don't talk about like anyone stopping. I don't even think uh Jaeger like mentions that he's gonna give anything to Yusei. He's just like, Oh yeah, we're sending these invites out. Uh and like Yusei thinks we can't track him, but we can because he has the Dorito there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like they don't really put that two and two together. It seems like they're just kind of evilly plotting at first. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we just get it all laid out for us. Anyways, my next note just says, uh, oh no, not Nitro Synchron. Yeah, I literally have just, ah, uh, not this guy again. Oh god. I know what's yeah, about I, to happen I, and I don't like it. Yeah. I, I just type go away with a bunch of exclamation points when this fucker shows up. Yeah, one of the really funny things as like you say takes basically his first and final turn here. Um, <laughs> and uh, is that like, as... Lua keeps going on and like talking about his cards and his strategy like you know you say smiling and like you know thinking very positively and like fondly about this kid and then like annihilates him <laughs> like yeah. no mercy no nothing mm-hmm. just like completely shreds him in one punches. turn yeah yeah I'm not gonna spoil this kid uh, he says now I'm gonna rev it up with one of my favorites Nitro Warrior <laughs> Uh, and so he remembers Nitro Warrior is one of his favorites. He has his memories back. Anyways, oh that subplot's God. over. We're done oh. with that. God. Oh shit! I'd forgotten about that being a thing again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he defeats Lua, and like Luca seems actually concerned that Lua lost at first because like you know he hasn't had a duel like this where he just gets completely fucking trounced and he's like there trying not to cry uh and you say says the most amazing thing a protagonist can say to you which is your love of dueling has touched my heart oh but but, but he he's ha- then then he says you're self-centered and your strategy yeah bad. exactly it's like you already <laughs> beat his ass did you need to verbally crush him too uh, he's a little more uh he's he's a little more kind in the dub he's just like yeah your strategy could use some work there you know it's very creative but you you need to be able to adapt more you know you spend so much time just setting up your wall that if something unexpected comes up you can't you can't really change on the fly your you monsters say, are adaptable but you're not is what he says in the sub you say comes off extremely as someone who's like very compassionate and cares a lot about people and absolutely has no idea how to express that yes it's just yeah. like no ends filter. up i just ab- says like the absolute worst things in the absolute worst ways he could to like actually make someone feel better or whatever yeah <sighs> God. I love you, say. Yeah, and instead of saying, are you okay, and I'm so sorry, he runs up to Lua and yells, are you fucking sorry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's like, all right, this time for real, I have to go. I'm a wanted criminal. Uh, yeah, you even see Luke's the mark like, on my face. I'm, I'm wanted, right? Yeah, but Luke is like, go. no, you gotta at least stay the night, because the cops are still gonna be after you, so, you know, get some rest before you go out first. Yeah. So he does. He stays. Um, we see, like, that night, you know, Ushio's still waiting, waiting for you. Say the kids are asleep, and they're fucking like blue and pink pajamas mm-hmm. uh gender yay pajamas. remember that <laughs> from anime uh-huh. remember when um, gender existed my blorable <laughs> my blorable gender gender from anime uh-huh. uh you say is repairing their dual discs so you know they'll fit perfectly as like a kind of a parting gift to them 
Yeah, we'll and find that out in the he, next episode. But yeah, he he gets in big elevator with his with his D wheel, getting ready to ride off, and like he says, he "Sorry, kids, the... hate to duel and dash, but I gotta go." <laughs> Great. Um, okay. Uh, he Ushio like you know immediately rolls up on him as soon as uh, you say yeah le- leaves the uh, leaves the building. Welcome back to the PvP enabled zone. <laughs> but yeah. so this clown baby, clown baby, yeah, in his fucking him. Cadillac. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I want Jaeger's gender. <laughs> <laughs> Jaeger's okay. I know, like, Jaeger's really cool. <laughs> I think I want Jaeger's gender. <laughs> He's Kronos too. He in in the sub at least his he looks and fucking laughs like Charles Lee Ray in his doll form oh, from Hit yes. Horror series, oh. uh, the Hit Horror franchise, Child's Play slash Chucky. <laughs> I oh <laughs> I love I love Chucky because he straight up has Ch- Chucky's laugh as, as like as he walks away he goes <laughs> and I was like okay yeah, cool. he laughs so fucking cackly it's great <laughs> yeah this guy uh, rules hey, when Trudge is like who the fuck are you get out of here uh, Lazar says aren't you supposed to be guarding the candles and calendars kiosk at the Outer Rim Mall. I'm sorry, him sounding like Chucky is way funnier. Get his fucking ass. Well, hang on, hang on. I, okay, I am now wondering what what Chucky sounds like in Japanese dubs of Child's Play. Because (laughs) if, if, if there is, like, some equivalent to that New Jersey accent, then I'm... I, I, that is better. If, <laughs> why does why does he have a speak with a Kansai accent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God. God, he's from Osaka. He can't oh, be you stopped. Know what? No, you know what? I do know what Chucky sounds like in Japanese because I remember doing a Beyond Tune roll about this on Gundam back in the day. He's Bright Noah from 0079 and Ten Shinhan from Dragon Ball. So that's oh, Chucky. that's great. Great, that's great. So yeah, like the episode's kind of ending as. Uh, Jaeger runs off Ushio and hands Yusei both an invitation to the Duel of Fortune and also a photo of his friend saying, we're going to obliterate them if you don't enter this duel, asshole. Yeah, lo- yeah looking through the, the uh, fucking skyper- sniper scope, it's his friends, yeah. Uh, in, in in the dub, at least, they just they just say, well, we're not going to charge you for, uh, you know, taking your, your duel runner out of the impound lot, but if you don't participate in the Fortune Cup, we'll charge your friends with, with all your crimes. Oh, I mean, he he's specifically for us. He says they will suffer unimaginable pain. Great. Yeah, yeah he sucks. I love him. <laughs> he's awesome. Um, oh, cool one thing. I, oh, before we move on to five yes. Gs or whatever it is we're calling it now. Um, okay. uh, one thing I forgot to mention earlier in the episode is that um, a, a little funny misspelling that I saw, but where there's a, a image of. Uh, you say holding the letter of invitation to the the tournament and um, the letters in English and it says liter of invitation. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Wonderful. pretty good. Anyway. Uh, five G's. Yeah. The shit that you're you're likely listening to this on your phone that has 5G waves coming out of it and the waves are uh, entering your and brain. And it's giving you COVID. Bottom greed. 
It's giving you COVID and also making you subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, Audrey, it's giving you I don't the imagine special had... brand of Havana syndrome that we've made that gives you a yeah Havana good time listening to podcast and give us ten dollars <laughs> on Patreon. So Aud- Audrey, since you've been gone so long, I, I you, you can go first, and I don't imagine you had much time for video games. Um, I mean, I didn't have a ton. I did have several very long flights, though. So you know, there were there was some amount of time. For... Yeah, you did fly like around the world a little bit. Like, literally, basically bit. as far away as I could. Um, I, since I've been, before I left and since I've been getting back, uh, since I've gotten back again, I've been back replaying Borderlands 3 um, oh. because I've been playing it with friends, including friend of the show, Riley. Um, and, what class are you? Uh, Siren. Fuck yeah, oh, me too. Amara, I couldn't resist being a big buff lesbian She's, in this one. Yeah. With fucking uh, stand arms. Yeah, when yeah. I when I played, I played as uh oh, what's his name the 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 AI mech guy. Black. Black, yes. Yeah. Uh, he's got some fun stuff. He, he yeah. gets animals. He animals. does. It's it's a it's a it's still a good game. Still love Borderlands. Um, really fun playing it with like a consistent group though. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's been that's been a lot of fun. Um, while I was away, I also, um, was, uh, I wasn't playing it, but I was like, because Resident Evil 4 Remake just came out and I want to play it, I was like, let me go back and, like, watch a Let's Play of, like, the first game remastered, because I'd watched, I'd played two and three recently, but I haven't played one in a hot minute, and, um, good game, terrible Let's Play. I found this Let's Play, like, recommended by people. It was, like, the most annoying Let's Player I've ever witnessed. But I was, like... Oh, no. I was, like, three episodes in when I, like, realized how obnoxious he was. And I was, like, I guess I'm in this now. (laughs) It's okay. Aaron Hansen isn't here to listen to us. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, You You know what? I'm pretty sure Giant Bomb did a really good one at some point. If that's, like, available publicly, you should watch that one. Yeah, maybe I will. I... I just, like, this guy was, like, I'm not going to name who he was, because, again, I saw multiple people recommend him, so I was like, <laughs> all right. But he was playing, like, it on a, a Game Conroy. Boy. On a uh, Game Boy emulator. I like Chugga Conroy. Wait, a Game Boy emulator? Uh, not Game Boy emulator, a uh, GameCube emulator, sorry. Uh, oh. Um, he was playing it on a GameCube emulator, and so he wasn't using the typewriters, he was just using save states, and he would save state, like, every 10 seconds, at no. any time. Kinda... Like, literally, at any time, every time he got, like, caught by a zombie, he would, like, reload and be like, oh, I was just testing. Oh, I was just testing. Oh, that sucks like, ass. Like, I, I, I was like, I was like. Like, even if it's a like, bit, that sucks ass. I'm like, this uh, sucks, dude. He was so bad. I can't believe multiple people recommended him. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> no, it's okay. I lo- I lo- this is a space for us to be haters. Um, uh-huh. um, it's okay to be a hater. Yeah. So that's that's mostly what I've been up to. Oh, and I, I replayed like some Hades while I, I did a couple Hades rounds nuts. of Hades. Hades nuts. Play. Yeah. We have an entire show called 5Ds. You can't do this to me every time I talk about Hades. <laughs> Gee, Max, how come you have two hatch races? You know what, Max? You fucking go. <laughs> All right. So, um, as mentioned, the last several weeks, uh, I have been captured body and soul by Theaterism Final Bar Line. Hell yeah. Um, uh, for those uninitiated, Theaterism Final Bar Line is the, I think, fourth entry uh, in the Theaterism Final Fantasy series, which is what if we turned Final Fantasy into a rhythm RPG? 
uh, more so a rhythm game that has RPG elements tacked on that you can completely ignore if you just want to play the songs. Uh, really cute kind of like almost paper cutout art style. Uh, it, it just kind of like smushes like 104 Final Fantasy characters uh, into the same kind of like doll shaped mold. And like they're your party members and you fight both pretty like classic standard Final Fantasy enemies and like bosses that are unique to every game. So like you can you can fight a fucking like uh like I guess I guess the Final Fantasy one fourteen's one a little bit of a spoiler, but like, you know, fucking like they they smushed uh Safer Sephiroth from the end of Final Fantasy Seven into like a cute doll final boss thing. Um But I played every single song. Uh God all damn. God, like three hundred something of them. I'm gonna pay uh, for the extra super premium edition that get doubles the price of the game for 100 extra songs. Not even. No. Uh, no comment. Um, no comment. Well, you don't want to play no, Two Xanarkand? You don't want that song? Uh, I've played every song that's available in the game at this point, and that's all I will say about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, Square Enix still has my ass. Um, <laughs> but like, my my complaints are few. Um. A lot of the songs have kind of like a, an annoyingly shortened loop that was like different from how it was looped in previous games. Like Dancing Mad kind of stops halfway through. Like mm. you fucking begin like near the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake's One Winged Angel. Uh, some oh. songs go on for a little bit too long. Uh, in a strange way, like a long fall from Final Fantasy XIV is in the game. Uh, and the digital deluxe edition gives you like the live performance of a long fall, which is like it loops twice for some reason. It's like the full entire performance instead of like the one loop that you play normally as part of the game. Um, and like I, that's honestly kind of is the main complaint. Like there's some weird issue with what the game thinks is the proper note timing and what actually is the proper note timing that I've seen for a couple songs. Uh, other than that, though, it's it's fucking stellar. Just really hammering home how much final fantasy music fucking rocks and you know it's it's throughout the entire series so like basically every single final fantasy game has some songs that are there in it so it's like you can play the fucking nes chip tunes that uematsu uh composed or you can listen to masashi hamauzu's beautiful 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 strings in final fantasy 13 games um they, they put maybe like too many copies uh of battle for the big bridge in the game there's like five or six different <laughs> versions you can play right they fucking i mean that's like the i, I think outside of one winged angel i'd say that is the like classic final fantasy music that everyone kind of knows yeah um but it's good it's fun if you like final fantasy music like dude it's a no-brainer by the game the base game is 50 bucks so it's a little bit less than it could be given square enix's track record of ringing me dry with you know um mm-hmm. it's fun though i like it final fantasy is great and I'm going to take a guess that someone has something to say about that. So I'm going to popcorn to Argyle. Oh, actually, I really don't. Um, I'm okay, I saw, last, I saw your glams. I posted some new glams. There's a new fit check in the patron channel if you want to look. You got a blue chocobo there. Oh, fuck I yeah. do have a blue chocobo. That's Let my that's my chocobo out. omelet. Um, right after I started playing that's the game. That's a little rude of a name, don't you think? He's named after the chicken from Yakuza 7. Anyways, uh, so... Right after I started playing the game in March of last year, that was just after the Valentine's Day event that they had, where they gave out this barding that you can put on your chocobo that makes it look like a little mailman. Uh, so unfortunately, I missed out on that, but thankfully they they put that shit up for sale for real ass dollars like a year later. So I uh, I was able to get that. So omelet looks very nice now. Uh, and then I also made that that glam on the right. Uh, it's 
a cashmere poncho for cashmere pajamas. Cashmere poncho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't. I haven't really like made any progress. I did. I think I did a little bit of Shadowbringers patch quest since last time I, I uh, checked in, but you know, not not a whole lot has happened. Um, nothing that I I can say at least. You know, it's it's too yeah. far into the game where I'm I'm just gonna, not gonna say anything. Um. Otherwise, I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. I'm spending yeah, a lot of time cool. on that. Um, How's that going for you? Yeah, it's going good. A friend of the show, Jordan, was about to play it. And I wanted to do some some of it co op with him. So, been I I <laughs> I've gotten way too deep into it where I'm just like grinding the fucking Monster Hunter battles so I can get the stupid musket that shoots tornadoes at people and getting the stealth camo and all this other shit that you don't need. Uh, just just because. Just yeah, there's some it's a fun game to play. There are um, some really goofy like late game weapons. Uh, yeah, like do you get any monster hunter weapons? Yes, uh, there. Well, okay. So I don't know if you get monster hunter. Rathalos uh, has a rare drop. It's a Rathalos wing, and that lets you assemble the Tanagashima musket. Actually, which, as Rathalos I said, Ruby is the rare drop. Well, from there's only one drop in Peace Walker, and it's the wing. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, it's a it's a one in thirty three chance, and you can boost right. that by breaking all the parts on it and cutting off the tail and shit, um, right. just like in Monster Hunter. Um, hey, it's the Tanigashima musket that you lets you develop, uh, where if you shoot a guy, sometimes it will rocket them up into the sky into the sky on a tornado, and you fold them automatically. Uh, and then also you fight Tigrex and Gear Rex, which uh, pretty cool. Which those T-Rex drops uh, the material that lets you make a big post, and then Gear Rex lets you make a big slingshot yeah. band. So if you get four people together, two people with a post each, one with the band, and then one person to use as the ammo, uh, you can make a human slingshot. Yeah, uh, pretty the, fucking good. Yeah, uh, the Gear Rex for context is a specific. Uh, monster made just for the crossover yes uh, the original monster that has not appeared anywhere else yeah. and it's not in a monster hunter game yes it's only it, in they it's... they they took like metal gear rex and turned it into uh, a dinosaur a, a dinosaur it's great it, it, it's the fucking pokemon scarlet version past paradox yeah that's the past yeah, paradox. And, instead of a rail gun it has like a weird tentacle thing that it shoots bodily <laughs> fluids out of and it hurts a lot and i hate it um uh, if it hurts yeah, when you shoot bodily fluids, you just see a doctor. Still mm-hmm. pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Uh, pop- popcorn Dan. Okay. Um, I, so, uh, I've been playing a couple games. Uh, but uh, the one I want to talk about that I've been really getting into is Like a Dragon Ishin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So... Yeah, a new Yakuza game has come out, and I've played very little of it. I have a problem. It's not good. Yes. So, uh, between no. between the development of <laughs> Yakuza 5 and Yakuza 0, uh, uh, Ryugaku Toku Studios uh, made a... Uh, they they made, like, a, ga- a Yakuza game set in uh, Edo period Japan. Is it is it Edo? Uh I think so. Question yeah. Mark. Yeah. Late 19th century. Uh, I think Edo period. Uh, like, 
Uh, and you play as real-life hist historical figure uh, Ryomo Sakamoto, uh, who just looks like Kiryu. Uh, and you go on this little historical fiction adventure uh, in order to, like, you know, uh, avenge your dad who died. Uh, and it it's very interesting. Uh, it is only... It has only just recently been released to the Western world because they thought, hey, no one would get this stuff. It's it's all a specific time period in Japan that like uh uh that like most Westerners aren't really gonna be taught about. Uh uh and uh it's uh it's you can really tell it's the game they made before they made Zero. There's like a lot of mechanics that would later be uh, reused. It's or got a lot of common DNA with five and zero. Like it, yeah. it fits right into that that spot right there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, just to note, uh, like like I said, historical fiction adventure. Pretty much all of the characters are all the main named story characters are like based on real people, uh, but they're all modeled after characters from uh, the Yakuza games. Uh, they've got their their faces modeled onto them. Uh, Ish this version of Ishin specifically has uh, several characters from... Ishin Kiwami. Yes, Ishin Kiwami. Uh, several characters are have been changed from uh, characters from like four and three and four and five to uh, characters that are like more well-known. A lot of zero characters, a lot of some seven characters. Uh... Uh, and, uh, it's, it's great. It's great seeing, uh, Daisaku Kuze again as a different guy. They, they also, like, made some, like, pre-existing characters that were just, like, originals into, uh, into, like, characters from the later games. Like, uh, like, uh, this, uh, one of the lady, the ladies who, like, run the inn, uh, Ryoma stays at are modeled after, uh, uh, Park San from Five and, uh, Yuki from Z from Zero. Uh, it's really good uh, combat wise. Uh, like like you can you've got like the fighting styles that would like in Zero you have fighting styles. It's it's a little more it's a little less uh, high concept though. It's like use your fists, uh, use a sword, use a gun, or use a sword and a gun at the same time. They're good, though. I really like playing them. They all feel pretty good. Uh, they, like, like the, uh, the melee style is, like, different, is, like, similar, is different enough from, like, the regular sort of, uh, Kiryu moveset that it's, it feels unique. Uh, there's, uh, uh, Wild Dancer kicks ass. Uh, uh, the gunman is funny just because you can just, just fucking blast just like mash the uh the the x button to just just fire round after round of pistol shot into people uh it's it's good shit it's good shit uh i i think that's it the important stuff i want to talk about it though there's one more thing i just want to mention before we move on which is the 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 one addition i don't like but is also extremely funny, which is they added a new exclusive karaoke track 
Yes, there is karaoke in 19th century Japan. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, but uh, it is a... It's a fucking uh, new song that's like super hard and features FMV footage of uh, of like real women just like dancing and like pouring drinks and stuff. And overlaid is a picture of uh, of uh, Sakamoto Ryoma. It's ridiculous. I love it uh, and hate it at the same time. Uh, By far the hardest karaoke song that has been in any of these is- games. It is so hard. Okay, that's enough out of me. Okay. Well, before we go back to our regular scheduled programming, we have some people we'd like to thank. Uh, these are our $10 patrons. Um, and they get their names shouted out in the middle of the episode, like this. Uh, Solid Snack, Daniel Kalaskis, Hey It's Ken, Jazz Dumpster, Kether Teradyne, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci, Proto J, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis, Eriviru, and Draven. Thank you so much. Mwah. Big old kiss. Thanks for the money. Suck That's a lot of so names much. now. That was more names Fucking... than from before I left. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of shit happened while you were gone. Damn. Uh, People so love next to be up giving we got us their money. They do. Uh, episode fourteen: Bringer of Folklore Destruction, Black Rose Witch appears. Season 1, episode 14, Bloom of the Black Rose. Fuck yeah. It's hard to get one of those. You gotta do a lot of watering and, you know, gotta get the right mm-hmm. fucking island type. Mm-hmm. My my first note is, because I didn't watch last week's episodes, is this MF named Blister? Is he named Blister? Yeah, it's yeah. a whole... He's Saiga. I don't care for Blister. He's one of the rejected Battletoads. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking the same thing. Saiga does mean blister, by the way. What the hey. fuck? That one actually so is that's a one-to-one tra- translation. That's just a straight-up translation. translation. Yeah, cool. that Thanks actually is kids. a one-to-one translation. This episode is full of shocking revelations. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is just stuff that, like, again, I was just, like, reading up on the seven episodes or whatever that I missed. Yeah, right. um, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so... Uh, Yusei's taken with Saiga to like a safe house where he's just gonna chill until uh, that mm-hmm. duel of fortune cup. Uh, the twins wake up in their matching pajamas again, and Lua freaks out because Yusei's gone. But then you know he sees, oh, he fixed the duelist for us. How nice! Uh, and Luca, despite being just kind of like very done with everything and bored, was actually like, oh, I wish I could have talked to him more. That's very nice. I miss him. Oh, you know, he's like some kind a of superhero or a knight in shining armor. Wow. Uh, they, they get a call from a huge nerd. His name is Dexter in the dub. Sure, yeah, that's the really the only name you could give a kid like this. Tenpei. Uh, I will say... Tenpei, boy genius. I've only known Tenpei for 24 hours, but if anything happened to him, I'd kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> he does seem nice. He's yeah. really cute later on in the episode when they actually get to, like, the yeah, in-person he's, stuff. He's um, cute. He's a nice kid. I like him. Uh, he he shows off to Tenpei his new dual disc, and he's he's a kid. He's eleven years old. He can't talk good, and he says, "My dual disc was cosmetized." <laughs> great, great, great uh, stuff. Dexter has got a lead on the Black Rose. Uh, he's been checking the blogs, and he found some rumors that she's going to be at uh, one of the street duels later. Yeah, uh, and the Black Rose is she. Yeah, she is a person. 
uh, and she is like an amazing duelist that nobody, you know, that nobody really knows the real identity of. And she's so good that her cards come to life. They're like real. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the way they set it up really makes it seem like she somehow has like access to shadow magic. I'm not sure if that's what it is. Like there could be a, there could be like a, a swerve, but that's how it's like set up. I mean, I think it's like dragon magic here. Like there is yeah. obviously something. She's got the dragon energy. I mean, that's what's so fucking wild about me. Like, they're real dragons. They're real dragons. It's a real star cult. Like, there's a real magical cult. They're wearing, like, the same robes as the cultists and, like, DM were. There's definitely some kind of actual magic. Hey, you know, cult robes is cult robes. They're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. They They get them from the same fucking. They can be different colors. (laughs) <laughs> they could be different yeah, colors. These, yeah, these guys should be like a crimson. Yeah, like a crimson color yeah, for the dragon exactly. star. Exactly. Um, oh shit! You, you, you guys see the fucking evil cloak spring collection? <laughs> I mean, again, uh, not that they're <laughs> they're not to say it again. They are really just digging into the ancient alien stuff again. So, like, yeah. it's definitely magic of some sort or a- advanced technology to the point where you can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bl- Blister is. Uh... They're 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 talking about the the fortune cup invitation and more so uh, the fact that Yusei's friends back in the satellite are being held hostage. Uh, Blister because he's you know he's he's so good he can he can do anything he wants you know he's he's he can make it into the satellite and back out. He's gonna go check on Yusei's friends for him, make yeah. sure they're all right, <laughs> so, so they don't experience unimaginable pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. So we cut over to um. Hey, was this building always at a 30-degree angle and I just didn't notice before? What's going on? Yeah, the skyscraper? Yeah, like Jack's apartment Yeah, it's always building? been like that. Cool, thanks. Yeah, we, we, we see... Um, why uh, why like that? What, how? Why? We, we, we see Jack. He's in his penthouse with uh, blue hair. Audrey, what's, what's blue hair's name? Oh, Mina. Oh, God, what's... It, that's her name in the dub, but I can't remember I know. what her name is in the sub. Mm, Give me one second. Name. I was have it, it. Was it Misaki? It was it was another me name, um, but I can't no, remember. A from Gundam. I noted down all of their names in the Mikage. Mikage, yeah. So it's, uh, he's there with Mikage and Godwin. Uh, Jack says the Fortune Cup's fucking stupid. I don't want to do this shit. And every... Godwin says, "You see, <laughs> yeah." Basically, every note I have in this episode, by the way, is just shit that Jack says. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. everything that is out of his mouth is an innuendo, essentially. He says like yeah. every single yeah. word that he says. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, because he's like, I don't, I don't give a shit about the fortune cup. And then Goodwin says, Oh, well, your friend Yusei, we just sent him an invite. Uh, he's gonna be there. And Jack literally says, Yusei will be there. I like. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that was the dub choice. That was the dub choice. <laughs> Wow! Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, uh, yeah, I've I really I, I said it in the first episodes and uh, and all that, but like the more it goes on, I've really never seen a character who like wants to fuck another character so bad that it makes him look stupid. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the the phrases that are used, and I think it was probably talked about before in the episodes i wasn't here for but the phrases that are specifically used that god godwin uses and uh uh jack also uses is um his thirst needs to be quenched 
Ooh. Cool. Okay. Yep. Yep. You don't say. So it's like, yeah. You so Godwin's say. like, Godwin's like, literally verbatim. You just need to quench your thirst, and it's You're like thirsty. LOL, You're thirsty, dude. Yeah, it's like, it's like LOL, LMAO. <laughs> like, what <laughs> do I? Like, what do I? Like, I don't even have a response to that. <laughs> yeah. Normal, uh-huh. normal character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he, he also- sees. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. I also just noticed in this in this scene that he has banger earrings that I want a pair of. Yeah, the fucking A earrings. earrings? The yeah. A for Audrey, baby. Now, if, if you know, want me get listen. I know they sell them as cosplays for fifty American dollars. I could buy those Oof. earrings, but Ooh. as a as a cosplay prop. Um, mm-hmm. But if you want to get me something for my birthday, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I I do love his. They're A's. They're A's for Atlas. It's great. It's 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 amazing. And they they have like little cool spikes on the side. He's an accessory king. It's awesome. Um, and he 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 remembers that he still has like Stardust Dragon in his deck, and he's he 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 vows to subdue the Crimson Dragon next time. Uh, when when he and you say duel next. Uh. And we cut from that to Himuro and Yanagi. They're out of prison. So they really did get let out, like, quickly, like uh, Yanagi said. And they go to uh, Saigo's safe house to go see Yusei because they're all best friends now. Yeah. It's so cool that yeah. he just makes friends and they there, show up again. There is this detail they add in the dub in this scene. Yes. That, that's really good. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, like, so, of course, he's working on, like, his... Uh, so, yeah, Yusei's working on his... Uh, He's just Dual sort of runner. working on his uh, dual runner, uh, and like as he's doing it, uh, he is in fact like listening, like one would listen while just doing a hobby. Uh, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh Five Ds OP uh, <laughs> going fast uh, makes me feel alive. My heart yeah, beats in hyper. Yeah, he's listening to that song. Yeah, the audio specific. Oh my god! Yes, the I mean, audio is specifically the edited in a way so you know he's like listening. It's, it's like tinny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will. I will at least give it to four kids that of all the openings, hyperdrive is probably the one most likely to actually sound like an actual song. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I love the notion that uh, the OP is a song in universe, and it is Yusei's favorite song. This <laughs> is the this is the OP he gave himself. Yeah, sign up uh, for more releases on Bandcamp. Uh, Bandcamp uh-huh. Fridays, you know. Yeah. say has got to make money somehow. Yeah. God. Yeah, um, he, was, he was on Tumblr and there was a post that was like, if if your dual deck had a uh, an OP, like a, a theme song, what would it be? And he, he was like, oh, it's got to be Hyperdrive. I love that song. Yeah. Uh, so when, when Himuroni and Nagi show up... Um, Himuro wants to duel Yusei again for real this time and like Yanagi is so excited he gets to show off his ancient cards to everyone uh and then Jack shows up like the most oh, fucking... in the in the dub they're dueling because Tanner Bolt Tanner wants to take a ride like a spin on Yusei's uh duel runner so they're oh like well if, if I win I, I get to go take this baby for a spin don't call oh me a God. cowboy till you see me ride <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is wrong with this show? I love how like four kids wasn't even able to get around it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's 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 so good. Oh um, my god! He hands you say, uh, he hands you say the uh, the Stardust Dragon card, 
you, you he does Kaiba style fucking flings the card and you say like catches it mm-hmm. uh, in like a weird combination of fingers. Uh, looks very silly when he does it. And um, he just says, hey, you got to use it so we can finally settle things from that night. Okay, no, that's actually not what he says. I want to say what he says, because what he says is, I came here. Next time you come to me. Oh. Cool. And it's like... Awesome. Great. Okay. (laughs) Really, really good stuff. Like, again, what do I even say to this? (laughs) Before I get to what he said in the the dub to Yusei, let me get to what he said to Bolt Tanner. When he shows up, Bolt Tanner says, it's been a long time, Atlas. What's up? And Jack Atlas says, my career, thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Great shit. So, I don't remember exactly what he says to Yusei, but I just wrote down, uh, like, he gives him back the Stardust Dragon. He's like, you know, now that I've given you this back, uh, we, we'll duel at the Fortune Cup. Uh, and he says, you and me are straight, right? <laughs> like, to make, <laughs> like, we're even, but I couldn't help but write that down. This is so amazing. Yeah. Straight, right? I love how, like, Laughter. on... On both sides of this, we're both just feverishly writing down every gay thing that Jack Atlas uh-huh. says, and we could fill an episode with it. It's incredible. Fucking hell. We're straight, right? Yeah. You say, you say, what are we? No homo, you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh this show's my god. good. I'm this show's gonna... very good, I'm I think. I'm like on the brink of tears, legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um uh, Yusei gets really mad at Jack because he, he, he assumes that Jack sold out his you know, Yusei's friends because they're also kind of Jack's friends. Um and I don't think I actually don't think Jack did. I think because he's like very much I like wait what? Huh? Yeah, he's taking a back. That doesn't by seem this. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but he's as he leaves, he says the Crimson Dragons, only the beginning. Uh cool dude. <laughs> really yeah. great. He leaves and he's like, fuck, 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 why did I say that shit to him? There is a moment about this at the end of the episode that I can't wait to talk about where it's just like so funny, like so the mood of the show gets so weird and so funny. Um, It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, as he's riding off at his dual runner, he's thinking to himself, and he, he's thinking about you. So he says, he probably thinks that Stardust Dragon is just a rare card with a pretty pick. This is about the end of the world, and I'm going to be the one to make sure it doesn't happen. He's like, yeah, I'm going to save the world. It's not going to be that him, the stu- my stupid fucking ex-husband. I don't love him. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, as as Jack leaves, Yanagi realizes, like, oh, shit, Jack's a signer, too. He has that other dragon. Um and and we see Jack like riding down the highway, brooding, and he's like, "Damn, you say you really are a satellite," because because he sees like in in his mind's eye, uh, he sees you say like first surrounded by all of their friends from satellite, and now surrounded by like all of his cool prison friends. Which so you're a satellite's a weird way of saying you make friends good. <laughs> Dan, you're personable and charming. Yeah, in the dub, he's like, "Wow, he's got a new crew of friends to replace his old ones." Not not much different there though. They're all street rats, basically. That's that's a very weird change to make. I mean, this whole fucking thing is full of weird baby, changes to make. You're but... a satellite. <laughs> you uh, me- meanwhile, down, Goodwin down, and Lazar down. are doing uh, definitely evil shit with a bunch of robed freaks. Oh my god, the they're in, they're in the fucking hell temple. It rules. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. It's uh, it is it, it is so funny to me how quickly mask off these guys went in the show and i know that it's like behind the scenes and that this is all like dramatic irony and like uh, you yeah. know the main character i mean you, see, you it, see like five different angles of evil godwin <laughs> right, right exactly it's not surprising like it's epi- but it's episode 
14, you know? Like, I, I just, like, think about how long it got to, like, shit with Sayo and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's just, like, so funny to me. To be, I mean, th- to be fair, though, someone who has, like, an ancient 3,000-year-old Andean temple hidden inside a room in, like, a high-tech skyscraper, I'm gonna assume they're evil. Like, he's really not doing a good job hiding it to anyone, like, in the show, either. Yeah. Man, I miss, like, the good old days when the villains were just, like, rich megalomaniacs who hired assassins to kill their friends Some in old fucked up games. Some old fruit lived on an island, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In fucked up games. Um, yeah. God. It is still fu- very funny that Kaiba's definitely dead, but Kaiba Corp is around. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyways, these these robed guys are the followers of Iliasta or whatever, and they're here to test the signers and, like, find them yeah. and, like, flush them out. God, what a, like, great Peruvian name that is, Iliaster. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Really deeply Peruvian. Yeah, he he, he says specifically, like, we'll draw on the power of the stars. They'll feed on the power of the stars to draw out the signers and something about Mm -hmm. giving their souls to Ili. It's, you know, it's very weird and shady shit, but... uh, Anyway, soon the power of the dragon star is going to rule the world. It's going to be great. (laughs) We love it. It's awesome. Um... So the next morning, we see Saiga. He, he leaves the safe house, and it's like, you know, early morning or late afternoon, hard to tell. Um, and he's, like, walking around. He goes to, like, a street duel. And so I, and I looked this up, too, to kind of give myself um, context. But, like... When we're doing the establishing the big... shot of where the street duel is, is did anybody else notice this big fucking thing structure in the background? It's like a... It looks like a crane, but it's got eight arms. I almost thought it was a carnival ride. It's, there's, like, what shit is... hanging from it. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm I did. looking at it right now. It's it, it. What it makes me think of is like maybe this is like an antenna or like some old like dilapidated like weather vane or other deck or other like sort of dish structure. It looks huge. It's huge. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. I, it doesn't matter. I didn't notice that. What I did notice was that Genochi's son apparently is dueling. Yes! Yeah, he, he fucked and has a family. Yes, so I need to tell you about this right now. So, Because uh, they don't say anything about it in the episode. Yeah, no. Yeah, so in the dub, he like, uh, he is specifically, it's like Joey's voice actor doing like a, vo- oh. a line in the Joey voice. And then there's like these two guys Perfect. in the background who are like, Hey, is that Jesse Wheeler? Nah, that's his cousin Joe. No, yeah. he says, is that Joey Wheeler? No, that's his cousin Jesse Wheeler. Yeah. Oh my god, that's... That is... in. I mean, like... That's agonizing, actually. I love yeah, it. it. For us, they don't even comment on it. It's just like, wow, he looks like Genochi anyway. I uh-huh. think it's funny. Well, he also definitely wasn't meant to, like, be they anyone. Just, like, they just drew yeah. a guy and he... Yeah, they, they just drew a guy. Just a little like, Easter egg. Yeah. They made him look a little too much like Joey, but... He's wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. He's wearing glasses. He's got the uh, Dorito on his face. Uh, which, of course, uh, if if uh, if if the Dorito system was implemented in Kaiba's lifetime, then Joey Wheeler absolutely has one. Oh, he was the first one to be given it, and Kaiba told uh-huh. him it was like... Ka- Kaiba told him, you know, it was something to, like, register him for a dueling network or something. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's but, a it's a fun little gag in the dub. It's fine. Hmm. Um, uh, so goes. He like walks past this duel and he meets with the gang and he's like, "All right, we're ready. To tra- I'm ready to travel to satellite tonight on on a work boat. I'm doing it to protect your friends because um, you know you say has other shit to do." And this is when Lua and Tenpei show up 
And they're like, you know, it, it's very funny seeing these 11 year old kids in like this fucking rough and tumble, like <laughs> junkyard dueler. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Going to, uh, I, I'm going to, uh, like the street fight and there's just like, uh, two fort, two fort, two kids doing Fortnite dances. <laughs> just two little German boys doing Fortnite dances. Um, yeah. Like he, 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 <laughs> he walks into the fucking salty spittoon. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, um, you say you say immediately sees Leo and is like, "Hey, what are you doing here? This is not safe for kids. Like, there's a lot of criminals you're 11. here." Eleven. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, imagine, they, they say, just hey. imagine. I don't. I'm just imagining like an eleven year old walking around a junkyard. Like that's this is not this is wrong. <laughs> you know, watching dog fights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're like, "Yeah, we're here to see the Black Rose," uh, and. Uh, we get, in, like, Dexter is telling them about the Black Rose, and did anybody else notice what she looks like in his imagination? Yeah, she, she's, she's like, like a tall, like, hot woman with huge cans, like, like... <laughs> Look, hey! That's... It's if scary she how could hot be, she is. That's just what if, women look like. If she could be anyone, then why not make her the woman of your dreams? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. I see a little bit of the black falcons, which never will when I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and he says, "Yeah, the blog said that are, she would be queens. here. I, I know the blogs don't lie. If she breeds, she's a witch." Uh, so, uh, they, they ask about the witch, um, and you, see, you know, when when she duels, all the attacks she does to the criminals are real. Um, as as he's talking about all of this, like this is when Yusei's arm starts to hurt, uh, and sure Ow, enough, oof, the crowd. Ouch. Oof, youch! Still uh, pretty hot. starts screaming and running away, and like on the other side is a a, a robed figure and a silhouette that looks uh maybe a bit draconic. What could There's it mean? There's like a lot going Possibly. on with her. There's like a lot going on with her her thing here. Yeah, it's a, it's fucking hermit purple dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I mean, we just see a silhouette, but yeah, she like has like a mask and like wisps of hair jutting out of the mask and she also got she also went to the fucking evil gap to get a to get it right yeah role. exactly exactly mm-hmm. she doesn't really do anything though like we, we see that she well, has, no because um, she sees that you say with his big glowing red arm and she's like oh fuck i gotta get out of here uh interestingly enough as lua kind of like sees you tattoo we see like a, a claw, a draconic shaped claw, kind of like flashes in front of Luca's face, and he's oh, reacting yeah, to yeah, Yusei's yeah. reaction. What could it mean? He's, hmm. he's in the opening, so I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, looking sad under a spotlight. I wonder what his deal is. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, yeah, the Black Rose notices that Yusei's mark, and she's like, Oh, you also have a mark. Bye. <laughs> I'm out of yeah. here. Does, she, she's does like, she say words? Yes, she does. Yeah. Um, in in the sub, she says, "So you as well." Oh, she that's doesn't right. say she doesn't say uh, um, anything specifically. So, but she says, "So you as well," and you. She says, "Et tu, Brute," and or you say. <laughs> she says, "Same hat. We shall have a summer duel." <laughs> um, uh, and you say, "Meaty's like wait, me too. Like me, me too. You too. You Mark. Say Mark. Say Mark." And then she's like, "Peace out. Bye." Bye. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she vanished. She is in like a beam of light, a pillar of light, I should say, uh, and uh, n- nothing's gone, nothing's left, and like, they're they're everyone's like freaked out, like 
the the whole thing has been ruined because a giant actual real dragon came out uh and then you say looks down at his arm and there's no mark Mark's there not, anymore yeah also, Clown Baby was watching the whole thing. Yeah, he's like he's like perched on uh on a fucking pipe like tuxedo. It's mask. like it's like Shadow the Hedgehog. It's like it's like the little vignette of Shadow in like the Sonic Adventure too. Yeah, where he's just like like just standing atop a bridge, like looking down menacingly. So yeah, he's just like cackling to himself maniacally, uh, and then we cut to the witch who's like running away and like dives into an alley, and we don't really see her, but she takes off the mask and is like breathing super heavy after you know having run the fuck away from all that. Mm-hmm. She's probably freaked out too a little bit, maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, Meanwhile, at the fortune cup. Yeah, it's fortune it's the next day. Cup. We see we see a lot of signs. We see one that says February kitten, another says float sparrow, one says April sheep. There's a Sagittarius, and uh, there's another one down down at the the ground level. Oh my good god! Go- good gob. Good gob. Good gob. That was my favorite Mega Man X boss. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Yeah, I thought about going by Float Sparrow. <laughs> that also sounds like a like a Peace Walker name, like for one of the soldiers that you. Can yeah, re- yeah, Floating Sparrow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's just we kind of see like. Um, Jaeger and and um, Godwin and Jack are like in the box waiting, and I imagine we're gonna see all the signers here. Mm. Lazard does mention that the Black Rose got an invitation, so yeah. So we here. we know of four signers. I I can only imagine that there's gonna be five of them. We know four. Total. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm you say Jack the Witch, and I'm assuming Lua. Yeah, that's a big assumption. You can't make assumptions like that. You know what that means. That's true. You know what that does. God. It would not be no. Lua on his own. I could see Lua and Luca together. Yeah, together. Being, probably. being see, a I assumed I mean, that I made an ass of you and me. Very sad. I mm-hmm. I know enough that I know one of the five Ds that hasn't shown up, but I don't remember all five. Yeah. I mean, if it, I don't pay that much attention to the visuals in the opening, especially if it's like the first one, because like I feel like there's a lot of stuff I'm not gonna get. Yeah, I um, I don't I don't think he's in the dub op, so I wouldn't know if he shows up. Nah, his heart's not beating in hyperdrive. Who? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, uh, it's we'll find out. Uh, something. We'll find out. <laughs> and that's uh that's the episode. Yeah, pretty good. I I, I I really like this latest one, even though there's like not dueling ever at all. No one gets to do yeah. any duels. There's no duels. But it's still good. That's probably why I like them so much. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't have to, like, write, yeah, they, oh, this happens. Oh, yeah, fuck. Dueling. Say, that's Whoa. Light points. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, there mm-hmm. is dueling, you know, but the duel in the first episode is not that. Like, a couple yeah. turns. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly well, anyway, about, you say, getting his memory back. God, Christ. We have... Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> we have questions to answer every week. We do this. We make a post on Twitter at PodAgreedCast or in our Millennium Bag channel. A uh, day or two before the episode, and you all send stuff in. Like this following person on Twitter, friend of the show, at Pagliacci Proto J, uh, who asks, What is your favorite off brand Transformer? Hmm. Now, I don't know much about Transformers, let alone off brand Transformers. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to interpret the question in my own way and say, Any robot that Transformers. Mobile- the transformable mobile suits from Zeta Gundam are transformers, so I'm going to say the Gabfle. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say like a Xenoblade thing or something. Oh, God. I had to go back into my photos, but my favorite were definitely the ones I saw being sold on the street in Barcelona. Oh, 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 yeah, that bootleg shit. Oh, that rules. Uh, Very nice. uh, You know, there's like... I I recently saw like some discussion. Uh, Someone I follow on Twitter was like uh, going through Guy Galgar... And they did say that one of the uh, mechs in there is just a Transformer. I-, I don't remember the details. I just remember that. So that's what makes sense, out. though. Like, Galgaigar being a combiner like, uh-huh. it would be like Transformers, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a combiner. It is kind of is. It's whatever. Okie dokie. All right. Next up, the questions from our Discord in the Millennium Bag channel. Join our Discord at kaiba.online if you want to send in questions there. Uh, first up from Shadow Sandbag, what's your favorite man-made satellite? You can't go wrong with Sputnik, you know? Yeah, Sputnik. The OG. The OG. Oh, by the just way, nice I just... a little ball with some, some sticks poking out. Pretty nice. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I did just look up, find the photo I took of the knockoff Transformers. Oh, oh yeah. And, and they're, oh, yeah, I can send. Um, it's called Robot the Form. Bro, great, cool. great. Robot deform. One Hell second. Yeah. Awesome. Let me let me go ahead Wait, and pop that in. I, I need to addend my previous mention, my previous uh, question by just mentioning simply for the sake of mentioning them, the GoBots. Uh, uh, I don't know anything about them. I just think that it's a funny thing to think about. Uh, handmade satellite. Yeah, it's. It's probably got to be Sputnik. There is definitely some other satellite I've heard of that's really good, but I can't think of it right now. Uh, there's the Kaiba Corp satellite, but that's not a real one. That's that's one in the uh, anime. Uh, Literally everything about Elon Musk's fucking act of global terrorism. That is the Satlink awesome. <laughs> uh, satellites. I like the I like the colonies in Gundam. Oh, okay. Going for fictional man-made satellite. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know a single other man-made satellite aside from Sputnik and the ISS. Yeah, I can only think of Sputnik and the ISS too. Um, <laughs> next up is Yusei Cab Fudo uh, asks, "What do you think the Morphtronics eat? And would you make them food if one of the little guys was in your house and giving you big puppy eyes?" I don't think they. Eat. I don't think any of the ones that we see have mouths. Even they eat batteries. They eat batteries. That's true. Batteries yeah. are too damn expensive. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to get them off the street or something. Oh, here's it, the robot. Get a rechargeable battery. It's like oh, <laughs> if okay. They get a do they, do battery, they have? Like are they like farm. RC controlled? Like, can you? Do no, they, RC do they roll? No, I think they're just toys. Defiler. I think they're just okay. Because this looks like a little battle mat. Like you bump them up against each other and see which one falls over first. No, I um, think it's just <laughs> okay. Which Transformers are this? That's obviously Bumblebee there. But we'll Bumblebee and I one. think Jazz. Jazz? Okay. Jazz? Wait. I mean, Jazz was a Pontiac Solstice. I don't know if he was ever a BMW i8, because he definitely died in that very first movie. <laughs> okay. He actually wasn't either of those things in the original G1, which these, I'm assuming, are based off of. Again, I'm, the BMW i8 came out, like, seven years ago. 
Okay, I I don't know who it's supposed to be. It looks like Jazz to me, is all I'm going to say. To G1 Jazz. It has nothing to do with the movie. Max, I am never talking about the movies. We're talk. <laughs> not talking about cars, Max. We're talking about robot toys. Shut the fuck I up. I am never. I you am guys never, are like fucking spraying me with a water bottle right now. <laughs> I am never in my life talking about the Babers movies when I'm talking about Transformers. Yeah, that's fair. That, that one's on me. Unless, unless otherwise explicitly stated. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you well, yeah, which you, you will be doing later tonight, actually. I sure will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, next question from uh, Fractal Grip. If you could turn an everyday object into a Morphtronic, what would it be? Hmm. Well. My uh, Nintendo Switch. I, I'm thinking, like, well, oh, my God, how could I forget the, the Madverse City robots? Love those guys. Um, but yeah, actually, I am thinking of Madverse City because of a because of this question, and I think I've got to go with uh, uh, a uh, CD Walkman. Mm. I'm trying to fi- would... figure out what the limits of two larges for this. I'm I'm my my choice is a rice cooker. So base your size around. That's an okay. everyday object. Okay. That's decently large. Yeah, I was gonna say microwave. Oh, I'm acclaimed director of the Transformers movies. Uh-huh. No, wait, I just remembered my favorite. Max, I know where you live. <laughs> I just remember- You've been where I live. I'm going to be at your wedding. You better, you better <laughs> be fucking behave. Um, yeah. I just remember my favorite Madverse City robot, which is a Tamagotchi, so it's got to be that. Oh, Tamagotchi's a good one. From you here. That is pretty good. Uh, next question from Hornmeister. Uh, which main character cast of any of the Yu-Gi-Oh! series you watched so far would benefit the most from getting Starscream thrown as, in as an additional member? And what archetype would he play? So okay. What, uh, oh, Star- like what card archetype? I did um, think about this when I read it, like when it was posted. And uh-huh. uh, I have come to the conclusion that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX would be much better if... Instead of Cyrus, there was Starscream, and he was always trying to uh, either usurp Zane or usurp Jaden, depending on the episode. So, here's... My thing about this question is that there's actually no one who benefits from Starscream's uh, (laughs) presence. No one would ever benefit from having (laughs) a Starscream. I say this as someone who loves Starscream more than any other character in Transformers franchise, but uh, no one actually benefits from having Starscream around, except no. like a few characters in the IDW one comics. Once he kind of <laughs> oh. grows half a conscience, um, I, I, was, I like g- giving my answer in terms of how funny it would be. Starscream being around when Jaden's the supreme king, like yes. that's perfect. He gets to do his Megatron shit. Yeah, no, it is. For me, the best the best circumstances is like whoever sucked the most. I was gonna say uh, Sayo actually would have benefited the most from having someone just constantly sabotaging him. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> um, none of that business would have happened. Yeah, <laughs> but no uh, one benefits from Starscream's presence. I think no. maybe Pegasus could have had a Starscream. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that was because he would be able to like. More effectively see through Scar- Starscream's bullshit than most. Yeah. He also, it also would be really funny for, like, Insector and Dinosaur, for him to be, like, a third member. Oh my god. With, like, Insector and Dinosaur. Absolutely. Just all of them trying to out-asshole each other. Yeah. Great. <laughs> They're found dead a week later. 
<laughs> I mean, the current did that, so. What card yeah. archetype would he play? Oh, um, I don't the, know fuck about Yu-Gi-Oh. The, the fucking, um, not Galactica, the spaceship ones. Oh, yeah. oh, Space Harrier. No. Uh, Gladius, or whatever yeah, like it is. The Vic Vic Vi- Gradius, yeah, Gradius. Yeah, Gradius, Gradius, Vic yeah. <sighs> that's a good, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, next question from Keith or Teradine. Now that we have a second set of twins in Yu-Gi-Oh, how much would you like to see them have a double duel with the now old men Paradox Brothers? Let's that go. would be bad, because I don't want to see those fucks ever. Yeah, those guys are racist. I don't want to see them. <laughs> One of them is racist. <laughs> um, next question from Trans Magician Girl. Name your favorite Dollarama slash Dollar Tree off-brand Transformers and their iconic motto. We already did that. Doesn't have we? to be a matching pair. Mine are Deformation of the Armor and Three Paragraph Mode for choice. I read this question so many times, and for the life of me, I can't figure out like a single word of it. Because they all have, they all, instead of, like, robots in disguise or whatever, they all have, like, really bad English yeah. uh, mottos. Is, 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 it, is it supposed to be, like, like kind of like what you found in Barcelona, just, like, off-brand? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All right. That's what I thought it might be, but, like, I, I, I was just, I read this, like, at, like, 6 a.m., like, yesterday or something. And I was just, like, or, well, 9.30 a.m. I was still tired, whatever. I was just, like, what the fuck? Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand. Uh... Next from Nero Wyvern, not a question. I would just like to inform you all of this guy's existence. And this is a Transformers wiki link uh, for the to the page for Dickbot, the Blender guy. That's uh, pretty cool. Just That's says funny. at the top, Dickbot, the Blender guy can't help the way he was born. Next question from God, I love humor and in, in telling jokes. Oh, uh, uh, here, here's the follow up question from Nero: Is this guy a Morphtronic they kicked out of the group? Yes. yes. Like there's probably a Morphtronic Blender. And, like, he replaced Dickbot. Dickbot is just too unprofessional. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't like his vibes. Bad vibes. Uh, Trans Magician Girl says, imagine, if you will, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds as directed by Michael Bay himself. There's going to be... So, now I'm about to say this, and maybe I'm... Maybe I'm misunder... Maybe I'm not fully understanding what Michael Bay's writing is like, but uh, there's there's going to be one woman, and... She's going to have five brothers, and that's why she knows how to ride a bike. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, question from Emery. So far, who from 5Ds is most likely to project their fursona into space to blow up a satellite? Inagi. Huh. Okay. Uh, I like it. So f- yeah, his... He, I listen, feel like, I he's mean, been in there multiple times. What crimes has he committed? <laughs> <laughs> Again, stealing fucking ancient artifacts from countless civilizations, I think. And projecting mm. his fursona into space to blow up a satellite. His fursona's the Bigfoot photo. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yes. he's got a cryptid fursona. He's got a... He's a gray. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's all ancient aliens. Not for that shit. Uh, next question from Manjome Blunder. If you were a Transformer, what vehicle or robotic animal would you want to transform into? I've already answered this on Prime Cuts, uh, but uh, I definitely would want a flight mode. So something probably there's a character in the comics named Metalhawk who like sort of was my inspiration for uh-huh. what I want. He's like a really skinny twinky. Um, oh, now this I got to see. <laughs> twinky jet plane um, who's a politician as well, um, and. I like that's sort of what I would be going for is something like that flies but is like very small and sleek. 
and actually oh, yeah. worth like the trillion dollars of development time. I wasn't gonna say a Cessna until you said that last part. <laughs> I as far as like make and model, I don't know I don't know the breeds of cars, but I do know I wanna be an Atasha. I wanna be a Yu-Gi-Oh! five D's Atasha. Nineteen seventy three Porsche nine eleven Carrera RS. Oh cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh a fucking dragon. Big dragon. Oh, I wanna Whoa. be one of those small Japanese cars. One of those small Japanese trucks, like it. Not, not, oh yeah, yeah. Like like the the kind that Ludwig has that got stolen. Yeah, I think an extremely small car is very appealing. Yeah, like a little K truck. And I could be oh. the size of an average man. Yeah. Oh, Can I transform rad. into a Toyota Hilux, but with a machine gun in the back? A, a Most of them already come that way. Yeah, they just come like that off the, off the fucking conveyor belt. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. Fuck yeah. Uh, that's all of our questions for this week. I believe that's been the podcast, yeah. unless somebody else has something else to say. Uh, Five Ds is good. Five Ds is pretty good. I'm liking it's it so far. It's a good show. It's yeah. Good, yeah. good show, Brent. Uh, yeah, so we've been Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greed Cast. You can find us on co-host at Pod of Greed, right? Right? Is that uh, the correct? Yes. Cool. That's you can find us on Tumblr at podofgreed.tumblr.com. Uh, you can go to our Discord at kaiba.online, and you can, of course, support us on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash podofgreed. If you guys give us $1 a month, get all of our bonus content. That's Grugio, Krugio, uh, Yugiso, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, and if you give us $5 a month, you get a special role in the Discord. You get the bonus content. And then we shout you out at... Oh, you can also listen in on recordings. And then we shout you out at the end of the episode like the following people... Colton Crow, Emery, Joelle Thomas, more Haunting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, and Shadow Sandbag. Thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you for your five dollars. Thanks for the Lincolns. Yeah. Thank um, you. Uh, and then if you give us ten dollars a month, you get all that shit that we I said before. You get shouted out in the middle of the episode, not the end, and you get a physical box of goodies that we send to you once a year. Yummy. Uh, gimme, gimme money. Uh, I believe that's oh, what I said. Us. Yummy, yeah, yummy. You yummy. said we yummy like the not, guy at the, at the end of those we, videos who like go off. We won't send you candy. We will not send you candy or food or anything no. like that. That would yeah, be we, we can't do that. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on noisepace.xyz. We're on noisepace. Yeah, noisepace.xyz, the wonderful network. Uh, you can listen to such shows as Zero to Zero, and that's it. That's the only other show that's on there. Digimon Ghost is also good. I, I want to shout out uh, Sounds About Light, Kingdom Hearts podcast. Uh, they have made it... They recently uh, went through... Uh, they made an interesting uh, decision for uh, uh, for uh, how they were going through the, pod, through the games, which is uh, they did two episodes on the prologue of kingdom hearts 2 then they did f- four episodes on all of Street Five Eight over two days and now they're about to start on the proper uh g- main storyline of kingdom hearts 2 uh great i know what that means uh kingdom farts yeah that's been us in our network and i've been me and me uh, you can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It's called Kamarucho Radio. Uh, we're we're going to have a new episode sooner or later. We've been waiting for Audrey to get back from Straya. Uh, have you guys popcorn. really? 
Yeah, we want to talk about. Uh, that's well, so nice. I'll, well, also, also, Elliot has been nowhere to be found. Right, and I that's want to have true. either one or both of you okay. on that episode. So you've both been uh, <laughs> nowhere. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's not, it's not your fault. It's not Elliot's fault either. Yeah. To be clear. Um, so, yeah. Popcorn Audrey, speaking of. Hi, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and co-host, although there's nothing at the last one, at Optimum on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. If you'd like to hear more about that, you can listen to the other show I do with a friend of the show, Nero, called Prime Cuts. Um, It's about Transformers. It's a non-linear history of the Transformers uh, franchise on television. Now that I'm back from Australia, tonight we'll be watching, I'll be hosting the first of two showings of Dark Side of the Moon because we're... Dark of the Moon, because we're between seasons, and this is what we do. We love to suffer, and I am relieving Nero of their terrible burden of, of hosting these movies this time, since they had to do it the last two times, since I was conveniently out of ta- town then as well. Um, it's a good show. You should join, listen to it and join our Discord. We have a really nice community there. Um, you can also... we. I just got um, the commission in for the... Um, the cover art for a new podcast I'm starting with a friend over on the Moonshot Network, which I hope to be talking more about very soon. And um, I have also been cast in a uh, radio uh, drama that I also don't have more information on right now at the moment, but I uh, hope to talk more about <laughs> soon there. A uh, lot, of, lot of mysterious projects going on in Audreyville. We're going to hear about the fucking radio drama one of these days. It's going to happen. Yeah, well, it, th- that's, that one's out of my hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Max. Hi, I'm Max. Uh, I'm on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. I'm on Tumblr at MaxiBajillion as well. I have some other podcasts. One of those is called Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam. Taking a little bit of a break because I'm in hell. Uh, but one of these days we're going to start with the 8th MS team. Uh, I also have another show called Slappers Only, which is on Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. It's a video game music showdown podcast I do with Jordan, who is one of the hosts of Kamarocha Radio. Uh, also taking a little break there, but we'll, we'll we'll be hitting you soon with Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Just that one. Not the expansions yet. That won't be me, because I haven't played that far. Uh... That's that's all I got. Uh, last one, popcorn Dan. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm uh, I'm on a lot of places. All those places are on biggerchallenge.card.co. That includes uh, uh, the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic podcast. Uh, we've been on a bit of a break as I uh, uh, get around, try to get around to uh, editing episodes, but we do have some big fun episodes. Uh, <laughs> Some big high-concept episodes planned t- for later on in the month. Uh, you can listen to uh, Video Games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie review podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, we uh, recently had Max on to talk about Dragon Quest, your story, and I cried. Story. I cried in the middle of the recording because I got so emotional about it. Uh, it's a really fucking good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, uh, you can listen to... Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, those are the active podcasts I'm on. Uh, you, can list, you can visit uh, my Twitter, which I'm not using. Uh, my Tumblr, Bigger Challenge. Co-host, Big Challenges. Uh, biggest Start. Uh, at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. I... I have some. St- I have stuff queued up for the next couple. 
for the next month or two. Don't worry about that. Uh, and uh, my fur affinity, which uh, just just so you know, it's got horny stuff on there. Uh, that's it for me. That, that's it for us. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for tuning in. I lay myself face down and I lose all my memories. Argyle, no. No. Who am I? Who's Argyle? I lay lay myself face down and distinctly do not do that. What are you talking about? (laughs) Are you fucking insane? What's wrong with you? I lay myself face down on uh, a nice lounge chair on the rooftop of the Tipton and get some sun. Uh, I set myself uh, face down and uh, just, you know sort of uh i, I kind of just turn into a dragon i'm sorry whoa that's one of the d's yeah whoa, a dragon all right peach. we got we got, we got turn him into a card peach, peach. peach. peach.